Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. I'm your host, Christina Nicholson, former TV reporter and anchor turned owner of a public relations agency. And a lot of things happened in between there. And I want to share some of the not so great times that actually ended up being, as they say, a blessing in disguise. Today, I'm going to tell you about the three jobs that I got fired from and why I got fired. I am happy to say that I never got fired for lack of a good work ethic or not doing my job to the best of my ability, like laziness or anything like that was not a reason of why I got fired. Let's start from the beginning. This was in, I think it was around 2010, 2009 or 10. When I first got fired, I was a TV reporter and anchor at the CBS station in Fort Myers, Florida. I was making either $26,000 or $28,000 a year, and I was working like nonstop. I was the only reporter who would turn at least one story a day. Most days, I would turn two stories just because I'm like crazy about being efficient with my time. So I was totally burnt out after two years. And I think it's also important to add here that if you are in the TV news industry, you know how important contracts are. I was never under a contract at this TV station. I actually moved to Fort Myers without having a job, and I just begged every news director to hire me. And then finally, I got a call, and it was from the assistant news director at this station, and he said, word for word, okay, Christina, we give up. We'll hire you, or we'll talk to you. That's what he said. We give up. We'll talk to you. So... I went in and they're like, okay, we'll try you out. We're going to keep you off the books and, you know, you'll work full time like a full time employee. You'll be W-2, but we're going to keep you off the books and and, um, not put you under contract. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't care. So I was making, I think, about $28,000 a year doing this job and I was doing more work than a lot of the other reporters. I remember going into the morning meeting, you pitch stories, and a lot of the stories that I would pitch, they'd be like, okay, great, that's a good story. And they would give it to another reporter who never had any stories to pitch. And then I was left without a story. And I was like, well, why are you doing that? And they said, oh, well, because he never has any stories to do. And you know, you've got all these ideas. You'll think of something. You'll come up with something. Like that bothered me. And I remember one time the news director at the time at that station told me I was a victim of my own success. Meaning I was like used and abused because I was successful at coming up with a bunch of story ideas and turning stories quickly. I became a victim because then they gave my stories away to other people and then I would have to turn multiple stories. So I was working full time. I mean, over full time for sure. And I was getting a little burnt out on it after about two years. So I said, listen, I can't do this anymore. This was around the time when social media was becoming more popular for media organizations. So Twitter just launched, and then Facebook just launched the business page. Like it's not just a person's personal profile, you can actually have a business page. So I was like, let me just help with like social media and the website because nobody's doing that right now. So much more stuff is going towards web. Like let me just take myself off of air and do this. 
And crazily enough, <laughs> even though I was working less hours, I was making more money. So then I got a raise to like 32000 a year. And I got to take a lunch break every day, which if you know anything about being a TV reporter, taking a lunch break is like a big deal because it rarely happens. So I was excited I got to take a lunch break every day and I took myself off there. And then I was like, okay, well, can I do some other things, like some side hustles? I guess this should have been a sign to me that clearly I'm like an entrepreneur because I wanted to side hustle while I was working full time. So they were like, yeah, you can do whatever. You're not on air. There's no conflict of interest. So I started doing different hosting things. And I ended up doing a commercial for a local car dealership where I was, you know, like searching for a car online. And as soon as that commercial aired, they fired me. And they said, you can't be doing commercials for local businesses when you're on air here. And I said, well, I'm not on air anymore, remember? Like, I do the website and I do social media. And you told me it was okay if I do this. And word for word, the news director said, well, I changed my mind. And I was so upset because... I was like, okay, you can just do that. You can tell me it's okay to do something. And then when I do it, you just change your mind and fire me. I was very upset. This is the first time I've ever been fired. And I remember just a few months before that, one of the reporters got a DUI. And this reporter would also shoot for himself. So when he got a DUI, he lost his license and he couldn't drive. So then he got a photographer. And I was so bothered by the fact that this guy can break the law and then he basically gets a promotion when he breaks the law because he's given a photographer now and then I do something that you give me the blessing to do and then you fire me because you quote change your mind I was so mad like it definitely was the most upset out of these three stories that I will tell you and that is why and that is also why I think I mean, it's just like one example of why I don't like corporate America and the way corporate America works. And don't you worry, I will get into a story of about corporate America and the BS about it all in the third firing story that I tell. But that was the first time I got fired. And I went home and I was upset. And my husband at the time wasn't able to work in the country because he is Canadian. We were not married, or I think we were married at this point. We were married at this point, but he didn't have his green card yet. So he was still just, he still just had a working visa and that allowed him to play hockey. Um, So I was like, okay, great. Now we both don't have jobs, but it was fine. I eventually ended up getting a job at a much bigger market at the NBC station in Miami. And that job I did not get fired from. That job, I quit to get a job at a PR agency. And at that PR agency, that is where I got fired for the second time. And I like to say, this is me getting fired slash me quitting. And again, a lot of people, when they leave jobs, they're leaving their boss. They're not leaving their job. This is a perfect example of that. So moving on to firing number two. This was in 2015. So five years later, obviously, I spent uh, a few years at the NBC station in Miami. And then I got out of the business. And I was like, listen, all these people pitching the media, they're doing a bad job. I want a more flexible schedule. Let me work at a PR agency. So That is what I did. I got a job at a PR agency and I took a big pay cut to take that job. 
So to be transparent, I took a $20,000 pay cut, and this is in 2015, okay? So I'm getting paid $40,000 a year to work at this PR agency. The reason I took such a big pay cut was because I wanted flexibility, and I needed to pick my kids up from school. At this time, I had a two-year-old and an infant. No family down here in South Florida, so you need a flexible schedule. At the time, my husband was in the golf business, also a crazy schedule. So again, I did not learn to get things in writing as I should have when I got fired the first time. Instead, I took this guy's word for it when he said, you can make your own hours, you can work from home. These are the goals. All we ask is that you achieve these goals. So I was like, okay, that is worth a pay cut to me. So I took a pay cut to do this. Well, Come to find out, like day one, this guy who ran this PR agency was a cuckoo bird, and he was one of those people that would get really stressed out if you weren't in right at nine o'clock on the dot. And then if you left at five on the dot, then you would be accused of being like a clock watcher, and you're not really doing your best work because you're just watching the clock. So when it's five, you leave. Like crazy stuff. Totally not what I was promised when I went in there. And even one time, This was the catalyst to me losing my marbles on this guy. It was the 4th of July, and everything's closed. The building where the PR agency is, is closed. He's on vacation with his family, but he wants all of us to come into work. But the building's closed. So he contacts security to let us in. We're the only ones in the building, okay? We're all working on the 4th of July, And he calls the office every hour to make sure we're all there. He calls the office wanting, what are you doing? What's so-and-so doing? What's this person doing? Every single hour just to make sure we're there. And I got really upset about this. So I told him that I Googled sociopath. And he had all of the symptoms of a sociopath. Now, it wasn't just this one incident about the working on the 4th of July. There were tons of other things that led to this. Over six months, it was just a very unhealthy working environment. It was like toxic. People were miserable. It was actually at this job when I started grinding my teeth at night because I was so stressed. Like, this is the boss who wants you to work 24-7. Before I would get to the office at 9 a.m., he's blowing up my phone at 7. When I leave, he's blowing up my phone at 8 p.m. Like, that was the job. It was terrible. So when I told him he had all the symptoms of a sociopath, I was told that I should find other employment. So I was like, okay, sounds good. What do you want? Like a two weeks notice? Here's my two weeks notice. So I was going to work for two more weeks. And a week into this, It was a Saturday morning. Shouldn't have been working. It's the weekend, but I wanted to make sure that the media was going to this restaurant to cover the story, whatever it was. So Saturday, I'm making sure all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, and I can't get into my email. So I call him, and I'm like, hey, my email's not working. Like, I can't sign in. And he said, oh, I don't know what's going on. Call the company that handles our email. Here's their their phone number. So I'm like, okay, cool. We'll get this fixed. I call the company. The guy on the phone, literally three minutes later, tells me, oh, your boss just called and had your email canceled. Like, that's why it's not working. And I was like, no, no, no. My boss just told me to call you because he doesn't know what's going on. And he goes, no, he called me last night. He wanted you, you out of your email. Like, that was done. 
So I'm like, okay, like the whole reason for this blow up and me leaving is because you're acting like a crazy person and then you go and do this. So I called him back and he didn't answer the phone. So I left him a voicemail like, okay, I guess I'm not working here anymore because you cut off my email and now you're not answering my the phone. Like, what the heck? And that was it. So that's why I like to say I got fired slash I quit because it's kind of a mixture of both. And I have not, this was in 2015, I have not seen or spoken to that boss ever. So literally, that was our last conversation. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Here's the third time I got fired. And believe it or not, this was this year. Well, last year, I guess. We're in the new year. This was just a few months ago. And it's funny because I've had a successful business for eight years. What am I doing getting a job? Well, I thought it would be a fun job. And this is a learning lesson to me. So just so you know, this will be a learning lesson for you too, maybe, possibly. Being an independent contractor and having a part-time job is not the same thing. I learned this the hard way. I thought it was, but it's not. So when I took this job at a nonprofit organization in Palm Beach to be a reporter and handle social media, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so fun. Like I can do this stuff with my eyes closed. I get to do feature stories, which are super fun for me. And, you know, I never got to do that in news. I always did like crime and sad, depressing stories. So I was super excited to go do fun feature stories. I would turn like two stories a week. Like I could do that with my eyes closed. So easy, so fun. So part-time job, yeah, I could, that's nothing, right? So I take this job and I mention when I'm hired that like, hey, just FYI, I know summer's slow here, it's Palm Beach. We always go to Canada for like a month during the summer because that's where my husband's from. So like this has been known. So it was planned that I would shoot and have all of my stories written, approved, and edited before I left. Like no big deal, okay? Like this is for a nonprofit in Palm Beach, okay? This isn't like the NBC News job I had in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And I'm the feature reporter, okay? Plus, I'm going away for the month, but my photographer's not. And many times in news, the photographer's the one who covers the story. He sends you the video, the audio, and you put that together from wherever you are. So I thought, no big deal, problem solved. They know I'm doing all of this. So when I'm first hired at this nonprofit, I'm given like three tasks to do. A year later, almost a year later, I am now doing 10 different things and my responsibilities have increased and I've, I've never said anything. I never asked for a raise. Happy to do it. Fun for me. Whatever. But then things started getting a little bit more frustrating for me and it was very like, corporate America-like in the sense that the people in charge are very much about being in control and feeling like they're in control and doing things for the sake of ego, not the actual benefit of the organization. So as an example, let's have three meetings a week but let's not make them productive. Let's not really talk about anything. Let's just have these meetings because I'm leading them and it makes me feel important. Like that's a little bit of what it was. And then there was a lot of um, just not being considerate of other people, of other people's time. Like I'm the boss, so I'm going to tell you what I want and when I want, and I'm going to give you a 30-second notice and you better jump. Like 
it was very demanding, but not demanding because the job was demanding, demanding because the person in charge needed that to feel special, if that makes sense. After almost a year of this, I'm going to ask for a raise because I didn't negotiate my pay at the beginning and now I'm doing like triple the workload. So I'm going to ask for a raise. So I go in there and have a conversation and I think I'm, you know, we're going to talk about getting a raise. Nope, they fired me. And I'm like, okay, this came out of nowhere. Like I've never once been like reprimanded, written up, nothing. Like what is going on? And they said, oh, well, you decided that you were going to go to Canada for a month and leave us high and dry, and we're going to fire you for that. And I was shocked because, one, like this was a known thing that I go to Canada for a month every summer. Like I've been doing that for years. This was a known thing. Two, it was never a conversation. Nobody came to me and said anything. Nobody asked me like, about and they didn't even they didn't even really know that I had everything all buttoned up and done and ready to go. So I'm leaving in two weeks, okay? They don't even give me the courtesy of like, here's two weeks notice. Like you can finish your stories these next two weeks. So we'll be covered while you're gone, but you're still fired. Like, isn't that the smart thing to do? You're getting rid of me because I'm taking a month off. I'm not leaving for another two weeks. And I have a month's worth of stories done, I could spend those next two weeks getting them edited and in the bag for you so nobody even knows I'm gone that month. And then I just won't come back. Okay, fire me. No. They were like, peace out on that day, which obviously was not for the benefit of the organization at all. It was just, again, to like flex the muscle and see, I'm in charge. I can do this. I have authority. Now, this firing, obviously, it didn't bother me in the least bit. Like, this was a few months ago. I didn't need the money. I didn't need the job. And I thought the job was going to be fun. It started fun. But then when I saw how this organization was run, it was very poorly run. There was no organization. There was no systems, no processes. Like, it was a hot mess. And the people in charge were micromanaging things they didn't know how to do and micromanaging things that they've never done before. So it quickly stopped being fun for me. I didn't need the money and I wasn't bothered by it. But it was a great learning lesson in the sense that an independent contractor position is not the same as a part-time job and I will never again be fired because I will never have another job. Maybe as an independent contractor for something that I think would be fun to do, but never something like this. Like just the way the entire situation was handled was so poor that it was insane. Those are the three jobs that I got fired from and why. If you have some fun stories like that, then please let me know because I just feel like these three jobs that I got fired from They're so unique and the reason for me being let go is just like, I feel like it's something that nobody else could share. Like nobody else could have those same stories. And it's funny because that first job I got fired from for having the side hustle, 
it's like total opposite now. Like now, if you are out in the media and you're well-known and you're doing all these extra things on the side, now they're like, oh yeah, we want you. You'll bring more viewers. But then I couldn't do it. But now it's like something that they want and that they look for, which is wild. So those are the stories. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on social media at Christina All Day. Tell me your firing stories. I'm also on Twitter and LinkedIn, also at Christina All Day. Search Christina Nicholson. You will find me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope I entertained you. I hope I gave you some hope if you've ever been fired. It's silliness and you will be okay. You will bounce back. Don't worry. And um, thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.